What's good, my family? Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee, man, on this next day. UConn edition, but guys, you know what we're talking about tonight, man. It's really simple. We're talking about the Missouri Tigers, man. We're going to talk about what happened last night. Uh, I really shouldn't say last night. I should say more like yesterday. They're on Rocky Top. Tennessee handles UConn in the way that we needed that one, man. We needed a game. We ain't scored more than 50 all year. But we finally did that, and the Tennessee Volunteers win 59-3. to Great defensive performance. We'll talk all about that. We'll talk more about what is to come. There's a lot to come, man. This week is bigger than I thought it was. This is the true test, guys. It's like the title says. This game this weekend against Missouri, the TV time has been released. We'll talk all about that. It's a big one, man. So get your popcorn ready for the next day. It is the next day. It's your boy Ruck in the building. And y'all know what it is, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. Let's go. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee tonight, man, for the next day episode. Y'all know what to do, man. It's the top of the show. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit that bell notification right now so you never miss an episode. Y'all, we are climbing to 900 subscribers, man. I'm trying to get this thing before the Georgia game. Can y'all help me? Can y'all help your boy out? Share this to the people who love the same things as us. Push this thing out uh, so we can get to 900, man, before the UGA game. Guys, Tennessee did what they needed to do. But before we dive into everything last night that we loved and everything about the football game against UConn, shout out to Apple and Spotify, man. Y'all are listening to this on a Monday. Shout out. You're listening to the replay right now. So uh, continue to rate this thing five stars and let the folks know why they need to be listening to us over here at Straight Up Tennessee as well. But um, shout out right now to everybody watching live on YouTube and on Facebook. I love y'all, man. We appreciate the love and the support. Uh, what you bring to the channel, what you bring to the, the to the environment, man, it just makes it so much fun. Let's head over here to the comments and the chat. Tennessee Jr. says, let's freaking go. My man Orange Blood VFL says, let's get it. Tennessee Jr. says, I hate that we have to listen to Danielson's dumb A two weeks in a row, but looking forward to these next two weeks of football games going to be exciting and fun it really is man and who would have thought that Tennessee would be experiencing the biggest games this late in the year I think we knew Georgia was going to be a big game but we didn't know early this year that Missouri would be much of a much bigger game uh than it is it's a massive game and they're good I hate to say it but they are good, but I have some takes and I have some things that I want to bring. And I'm going to bring those not tonight, but tomorrow on the Who Is 
Missouri show. We'll do that live at 7.15 Central, 8.15 Eastern tomorrow night, where I'm going to talk about what I really think about Missouri. We're going to talk about Missouri tonight for sure, um, but I'm not going to give out all of the juicy details on how I truly feel about them. I know this for, for certain. Missouri's good, y'all, and I'm not going to sit here and say they ain't, um, but I do think that Tennessee can win that game. And I can't wait to tell you how I think we can win that game. But I'm not going to tell you right now. Let's talk about last night. Let's talk about yesterday. Homecoming, Tennessee, 59-3 to against UConn. What did we like? You know, we always start the next day talking about what did we like. It's always good to start with a positive thing, right? I think in life, at times, we get so caught up in everything that is wrong. that That's the only thing we see. And so I always like to bring the optimism into different situations because I mean, it's just, it feels great to be happy, right? feels great to have joy. It feels great, right? To have, to be encouraged. Uh, so we always start out with what did we like? I loved the defense yesterday. After the last two weeks of performances, you know, Alabama in the second half, uh, Kentucky the entire game, you kind of get a little of a bad taste in your mouth, right? Leary has his best game of the year against Tennessee. Uh, Milro. I, I mean, the second half, granted, there was a lot of missed calls, a lot of missed things on the referee inside in both of those games. But Milro has his best half, I think. And now you see him, he's becoming the best running back in the in the SEC. Cause I'm I'm not quite sure he's a quarterback, fellas, and, and everybody that's watching. I just feel like he's a great athlete who so happens to can throw the ball really far. But and all in all, I think his career, man, he he's gonna be a great running back. You feel me? Shout out to the member of the channel, my boy Dylan Elam. What up, Dylan? Yo, my boy, good to have you on with us tonight, man. You got to tap in, lock in with us tonight. So, um, but but I love the defensive performance, man. I thought Tim Banks dialed up some things in the back end. Willie Martinez had those guys ready to play, and I know you like Ruck, bro. It was UConn. I get it, but we haven't done that all year. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we've had some picks here and there. We had two picks against Texas A&M. That's massive, massive. Two picks against them. One of them, uh, one of them, was it the pick six? No, 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 no. Kamal hadn't got a pick, but it wasn't a pick six. Um, but you get two pick sixes. Aaron Beasley and Jalen McCullough get one. And then you get finally, finally, finally. clap. Everybody just, just start clapping, man. Tyler Barron finally got in the end zone, man. He's had two or three fumble recoveries called back because of stupid penalties or something. Shout out to UTB. The boy finally got him a touchdown. And it was a scoop and score fumble. Gabe Judy, Gabe Judy uh, Lolly has a great strip sack. or Not a strip sack, but a great strip on the football and a little uh, screen pass. To the uh, wide side of the field, he rips the ball. Tyler Barron picks it up and takes it to the crib. You know, that was Tennessee's first time ever having three defensive touchdowns. That is a school, new school record, three defensive touchdowns in a game. I mean, it's just, it's massive, man. It's big for us. You, you know, it, it said that uh, something about the three takeaways specifically, yes, it was the first time in school history, but it was all in one quarter. Like, that's even more impressive to me. All in one quarter. And we had three defensive touchdowns, and all three of them came in the third quarter. Come on, bro. That's crazy. 
Shout out to the boy ABs, TB, and Tank. Uh, we had Tank McCullough on the show earlier this year, man. So if y'all haven't listened to that, go back on the episode. Go listen to the show with Tank. Uh, it was a dope, dope show uh, with him. Y'all, can we talk about Jalen Wright for a second? Can we talk about Jalen Wright, y'all? We're going to just take a moment of silence for the boy Jalen Wright. That boy is a dog. That boy Jalen Wright is like that, bro. And we better love him as much as we can these next three games because he is leaguing that thing, going straight to the league. I mean, I, I just, he's straight to the league. Shout out. Dylan says, Baron let a ref have it on Beasley's pick six. <laughs> he did. Uh, Orange Blood says, Jalen Wright, yeah, he is a beast, bro. He really is. Look at the numbers, man. All right, let, let's look. Jalen Wright had eight touches. Eight touches. 113 yards, one tutty, and, of course, the 82-yard just banger. Dylan Sampson had five touches for 28 yards. Uh, I think D. Samp had all – he also had a catch, or he had two catches – uh, last night, you're starting to see Dante Thornton get more into the offense, which is really nice. Uh, Dylan, yes, he did pass Jabari. Jabari Small did not. Jabari Small did not play uh, yesterday. If you guys did not get the opportunity and or didn't notice, he didn't play. He got dinged up against Kentucky. Um, I feel like it's the shoulder again. I feel like that's the only thing it could be. Jabari's like not far away from 2K, like 30 or 40 something yards, bro, from 2K. And now Jalen Wright has 2,000 yards as of all. In his junior year, um, Joe Milton, man, what a performance. I get it, y'all. It's UConn. I'm with you. It's UConn. But it is good to see your starting quarterback operate. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't see that early in the year. He struggled against bad teams. So to see it starting to come and, and starting to see it actually happen, it's good, man. It's good at the right time. Like, we have not been explosive in the pass game and he hits uh, he hits two big ones squirrel white on a slant route where i i knew squirrel white was fast y'all i think we knew he was fast but i don't think we knew he, we, he was that fast bro that slant that he took bro i was like this dude squirrel white is so fast and dylan you're right bro the the way that joe has been playing this is the joe we've been hearing about in practice all offseason that's exactly right and we're starting to see it it's like the lights are not too bright right now. You know what I mean? Uh, Joe Milton went 11 for 14 for 254, two scores, no picks. You got to be happy with that. There, there, there's nothing about that that you can be upset about. You got to be happy with what you saw. And I'm very, very pleased with what's going on. And then, you know, obviously later in the game, Nico gets in and throws his first touchdown as of all. I'm going to say it, man. Nico's going to be special. But I, I told Turner this earlier on the phone. Uh, we were talking about it. He was supposed to be hopping on, but I don't know where he's at. But um, I talked to him earlier on the phone, and and he said he's like, man, he's just so he's just so good and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I know he's he is good. But it was it was UConn. He was playing behind the first string offensive lineman with a couple of subs in there. But it was mainly – I mean, he was taking snaps from Cooper Mays, okay, I really think that Nico's going to be as good as the line is because, man, you saw what he could do with an offensive line that was string, like first string. Like they played great. He played great behind them. 
what happens next year with Nico. I think that is the key. He's a gamer, man, and he's going to make plays. He's going to make plays. But it could be another Shador Sanders thing if we don't get this offensive line figured out because Shador Sanders – excuse me, y'all, excuse me, excuse me. Shador Sanders can ball, but he has no O-line. No O-line. And you're seeing how bad they are. Um. You know, Cam Seldon got in there, played pretty well. He averaged five yards a clip. I think he only got six carries. Uh, I think we played six running backs yesterday, y'all. We played Jalen Wright, Cameron Seldon, Patrick Wilk, Dylan Sampson, Hunter Barnes, and Khalifa Keith. We played six running backs yesterday, man. What in the world? Everybody was so upset when Gaston Moore came in. And I wasn't, uh, I wasn't understanding why everybody was so mad, like, this man practices and works his tail off just as much as Nico does. And Nico played the whole third quarter. Uh, he can't help that we had three defensive touchdowns in one quarter. You know, you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we he can't help that. Um, but Gaston Moore got to play. Um, you know, it, here we go. Let's let's dive into this real quick. Dylan Elam says this: Nico's success is dependent on how many O linemen come back, namely Coop, who we and who we can get in the portal. Wes Marshall then chimes in and says, don't forget Cooper may come back. He can come back. But do y'all think that he really will? Um, my gut says no right now. And I could be completely wrong. But, yes, he missed a lot of tape, right? NFL scouts like to see your senior tape and, and what you put on the field that last year. And he's been great since he's been back, but he missed five games. And you, you kind of – you don't really like that. You know what I mean? So he can come back. We'll see if he comes back. If he does indeed come back, that's a good start to building this offensive line. You know what I mean? He says, uh, I wasn't mad to see Navy Schuler out there in garbage time. This is Dylan Elam. I, I agree. I mean, it was nice to see all four QBs get a go. And I understand, um, you know, like it, it wasn't, you want to see Nico play the whole half, right? If we're Tennessee, we're fans, bro. We like play Nico, keep him in the game. But at the same time, y'all like these other cats practice and play and run and they condition and they do everything that all these other guys do. When they get an opportunity, we like they deserve that opportunity too. And so that's the position that I have come into that with. A lot of people were DMing us or texting us uh, during the game. Why is Nico not in the game anymore? Why did they take him out? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, those other guys play too, man. They practice just as hard as the other guys. They need clock. Uh, Orange Blood says, go get your money, Coop. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, Orange Blood. I'm like, listen, man, Coop, you don't really have to prove anything else. Like, look how much better we've been with him on the field. That's all you got to That's all you gotta look at. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee Jr., um, says low-key wanted Navy to punch it in there at the end. I think we all did, right? Um, but we had to show some type of sportsmanship because we were just clipping them dudes the whole time, just 10 yards, 5 yards, pass, 10. It was like, man, we are just making them look so, so bad. Uh, Wes is talking about Shadur Sanders here. He says Sanders doesn't have – uh, a prayer as long as his father is coaching him. He is going to get him killed because the Buffs can and don't run the ball 
he's trying to get his son stats. I don't know if I agree with that 100%, Wes. I see what you're saying. Um, but Shadur's going to the league. Like, if you watch them play, he really is that much better than the people around him right now. And uh, they're just not very good up front. I mean, you got Travis Hunter, you got him, Dylan Edwards. They got some guys that around them and skill guys, but the key positions to elevate the quarterback position in the offensive line, they're not very good. And you saw, like, let's let's for example, let's take 2021 offensive line for Tennessee. It really wasn't very good. Cooper was a junior, or sorry, sophomore that year. Um, and everybody was kind of in there. Spraggs was a junior. Uh, or sophomore maybe even that year. Like, there was a lot of pieces. Darnell was there, but Darnell hadn't exploded yet. The offensive line was I. It wasn't like 2022 where that whole group got another year together and figured it out, and they exploded, and we went crazy in 2022, right? So you got to kind of look at, like, both sides. Like, sure, I know that everybody, the hate around Colorado, hey, to be known, like, people can hate Colorado for – for the drama they bring and, and stuff like that. Um, but it is nice to me, like they really do have some pieces, but they got to get better in like the trenches. They're just not very good. Defense is horrible. Offensive line is terrible. Um, and uh, Shador's going to get his. That's the thing, man. Like he's got more passing yards than Joe Milton does. Like, and I know, and, and, and I, I hate to say this, but the Pac-12 has been the best conference this year so far. I mean, if you look at the top 25, like if, if you're looking at that, Pac-12 has been the best conference so far. But um, I don't think that, you know, Deion's just like trying to run up his stats. I mean, maybe if he is like, you know, their offensive line's terrible, so they're not doing that a lot. But um, he can play. He can play. He really can play. I'd take him. Shoot. I'd take him. Um, but I take a lot of guys on that team. Dylan Edwards, Travis Hunter is a dog. He can, he, he's very, very good. So, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just my two cents. Again, it's my opinion. I, I may not be right, but, um, Dylan Elam says this truth be told defense wouldn't let Joe finish because we kept scoring on the, yeah, Joe. I don't think Joe would have came out in the second half. Uh, I think Nico was going to get the go the whole second, like like the start of the second half, but we just kept scoring, bro. We kept on scoring on defense. And when that's happening, you can't really be mad about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about some things I didn't like. I <laughs> There's not a lot, but I still feel like the linebackers, everybody except Aaron Beasley still got to take another step. You know? Like, they got to take another step, man. We got Missouri, who's big time, big time, playing great right now, guys. Like, I watched the whole Georgia-Missouri game, and during the game, I was a little nervous. I ain't going to lie, man. I was was nervous. I was like, please don't let this be a 7 o'clock kick up there. Please. I do not want to play at night against them jokers. And we didn't. We got 3.30, which I'm very happy about. So, uh, and that Georgia game is 3.32 at Neyland Stadium. We do have to listen to Gary Danielson speak the next two weeks, which in itself is just too much. But it's okay. We'll handle it. We'll be all right. Um, you, you know, I, I, I kind of position it this way. The linebackers got to get better, and they're getting better, but everybody, there's such a big gap right now between all the other guys and Aaron Beasley. Um, 
I just in coverage, man. Like, come on, bro. We got to get better at the linebacker position in coverage. Aaron Beasley catches a pick six, but there was multiple times hands could have been on balls. All you got to do is jump or man, like sit in your deep hook, sit there. Um, but the big thing about it is they're young. And, and Dylan says it right here. He says they're all freshmen or red shirt freshmen. They have the talent. It's just experience factor. Getting Keenan Peely back will be huge. What's the word on that anyways? Does anybody know, like, is Peely back, Georgia? Maybe? Like, bro, if you get Peely back, bro, it's a different It's a different game. It's a different game. And I know he's coming off of a big injury, upper body. I don't know. They never even really released what happened to Keenan. But he was out of his sling from what I heard last week. So he's been in p- physical therapy kind of working. I, I don't know. Can Keenan get back for Georgia? How amazing would that be? Two weeks and you get Keenan Peely back? Him and Bees? Boy, I'm telling y'all. I'm just telling y'all. That could be what we needed. Now, those young guys are still going to play. You know what I'm saying? They they definitely still going to get clocked. But, man, if you can get Keenan back, scary season. Uh, Peely says it – Peely. Dylan says if Peely isn't back in the next two weeks – I'm fighting for a medical red shirt. He already had one. Now, I know you can get another one. I don't know how that works, though. But I agree with you. Can he get another one? But, dude, I mean, goodness, bro, he'd be like 26, bro. Go go ahead, man. Go go, go, go somewhere, man. I get it. I know I, he's, he's a dog, and he could be playing in the NFL. He really could. And we hadn't seen a lot of him in, in orange. Uh, but the game that we saw, man, I saw a guy that could play some dang football. We, I hope to. I hope we can get him back. He would be a God, Dylan, bro. That would that would change a lot of things. Um, but that's really the only thing I didn't like. You know, I think the offense was operating. Joe Milton operated at a high level, which is what you want to see against a really bad team in Missouri. I mean, sorry, ooh, not Missouri in UConn. Um, but I think, you know. I think that the wide receivers are getting better. Dante Thornton specifically. Uh, I told Turner this on the phone earlier today. I said, "Count, mark my words, Dante Thornton gets his first touchdown as a Vol this coming week against Missouri. Mark my words. I'm telling you, he's going to get a tutty. He's been stacking his games a little bit, catching the football, doing his thing. I'm telling you, he's getting a tutty this weekend. I'm telling you. And I hope he does, and I can't wait. So, um, <laughs> Tennessee Jr. He said it was a torn triceps. Has to win appeal from NCAA to get another medical red shirt. Possible, but not extremely likely. And I was laughing at Dylan's comment. He says, Paul Paul Peely out there with Carter next year. It could be scary. Scary season. Y'all, let's talk about it, man. Let's let's go ahead and dive in a little bit to the Missouri preview. You know, we'll talk tomorrow night all about Missouri. Um But, y'all, they're good, man. They're good. And I hate that they're good. But can I tell you that they got four dudes? Four. The quarterback, the running back, two receivers. I'm going to go into more details. I know exactly. I know their names. I know everything. I'm going to go into all of those details more tomorrow. But if Tennessee can somehow find a way to slow them down, you're not going to stop them. Georgia slowed them down. Missouri still put up 21 on Georgia. They didn't, like, stop Missouri. They slowed them down, and that's what you got to do. 
uh, on Saturday. You have to slow them down and force Brady Cook into bad situations because he's going to make a bad decision. He's still young. He's a junior, but he's still – I mean, yes, he played a lot last year. He's still young, man, still young in decision-making. Um, but you're not wrong right here, Dylan. It, it, it feels like it's a bad matchup for us with their receivers and our secondary. Yeah, we're going to talk about all of that specifically tomorrow, but, yeah, it, that scares me. Burden and Weiss um, – they boys. They boy boys. I mean, there's so many comeback routes they called against Georgia, bro, yesterday. And I was just like, it's a comeback route. It's a back shoulder throw. Like, it wasn't anything specific. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Tennessee's got, got it picked up for them. Like, this is a massive game for us, guys. And how do we come out? Well, how I, I think this game for Tennessee, we're going to know early if we're going to be in the game. Because it's like, how do you come out and play to start the game? How do you compete early? How do you, how can, can you get off the field? Can you force three and outs? Can you score touchdowns in the red zone? These are all questions that we need answers to. I think Missouri is so much better than we thought, for real. And I, I was like, man, they record seven and blah, blah, blah. But, bro, after watching them play Georgia, man, they good, y'all. They're good. And... I'm just thankful we ain't got to play them at night. They they don't have a lot. I mean, they got home field advantage for sure. They're at home, but it's three thirty. It just it just feels better. It's not a night game. What are y'all looking for? I'd love to know, man. Like I'd love to know what everybody's feeling right now um, about this Missouri game. You know, they did give LSU a fight, but they lost that game. LSU lost to Alabama. Um, you know. Yeah, I, I I I agree with this. Dylan says, you know, they gave LSU a fight, too. And then Derek, what's up, Derek? I ain't seen you today, man. What's happening with you, bro? He says, you can't look at the Georgia game with Missouri. Remember, Georgia beat them last year, 26 to 22. They just played Georgia tough. I hope you're right, bro. <laughs> they play them tough, man. And they, they, they're they 7 and 2. We're 6 and 2. 7 and 2, actually. Uh, Tennessee moved up in the AP poll. You know, the new college football playoff ranking comes out this week. Oklahoma lost. There was a lot of top teams that took L's. Texas almost lost. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw Jim Harbaugh is getting fired indefinitely. He's getting suspended, I should say, indefinitely, which is basically meaning he's getting fired. Um, There could be a lot of shakeup, bro, in this top 25 for the college football playoff rankings on Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to be tuned in for sure. Y'all, can I tell y'all something? Tennessee basketball got a game tomorrow night against uh, Tennessee Tech. That's lit. I can't wait. I'm excited to watch the balls, man. I love basketball season, and it's on the way. We're going to start talking a lot of basketball. Uh, we probably won't talk a lot of basketball tomorrow, tomorrow, um, just because, man, we got a lot about Missouri, bro. We got a lot to talk about. But uh, Dylan Elam says this. It seems like hype has had Missouri's number. Very true. Uh, he says, hopefully it's a Kentucky thing for us. I hope so. You know, Josh Hype will coach that Missouri when they beat Tennessee uh, back in the middle of uh, the 2010s. Um, they had Drew Locke. That boy was cold. Drew Locke was Drew Locke was a boy, y'all. He could play, uh, especially at the collegiate level. And then Dylan says, at least we can all laugh at Florida. Bruh. 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 How y'all lose to Arkansas at the crib, bro? Arkansas was two and six at the time. 
two and six. That's bad, y'all. Two and six. Why can't we beat Florida in the swamp? It's super annoying. We got to figure that out. Josh Heupel will be the guy to figure it out. You feel me? We're going to figure it out. How y'all feeling, man, about this Missouri game? I know I'm, I know, we'll talk a whole lot more about it, but I just want to get a little preview, man. Like, you know, it, I'm right now it's Sunday. We literally got six days to get to this game. And right now, I still think Tennessee wins. Not going to give you that, score, that early score prediction until tomorrow, but I just think still, guy for guy, man for man, Tennessee has the better athletes. Now, Missouri has incredible offensive weapons. But when you say guy for guy, talent for talent, we still have the more talented roster. You saw what happened to Missouri last night. They hung with Georgia, hung with Georgia, hung with Georgia. Depth took over. You see what I'm saying? Like, we have confidence in the depth that we have built and produced. I don't think Missouri can say that right now. And that is what makes me feel like we have the edge. We can just play more guys. We can just play more guys. And not only can we play more guys, we can play more guys that are four-star guys. And they can go out and make stuff happen for us. And that's what we need the most. We need guys that can go out there and produce, not just go out there and be like, okay, you got depth. No, we got good depth, and they need to go out and produce. Um, let's look at what the people are saying. Orange Blood says, I'm feeling confident, for real, for real. Dylan Elam says, I'm uncomfortable with the Missouri game. I don't know how to feel about it with an away game, home game. Vols by 50. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, Tennessee Jr. says, we're going to smoke misery. <laughs> Orange Blood says, uh, we needed that UConn game. to 100%. 100%. We needed that UConn game to build Joe's confidence. And then Dylan says, I'm sorry. It feels like South Carolina's last South Carolina last year game. It is foggy. It is. All right. What y'all going to do if we come out in them orange helmets against Missouri? Y'all counting it an L already? Are y'all the superstitious type? Is my is my is a straight up Tennessee family the the superstitious type to if we pull out the orange helmets, we already taken an L at Missouri? Um, I don't think so. A helmet's a helmet, bro. Like strap up and let's go play. But I just this game is weird. It's it's it it's where it's placed, just like South Carolina. It's just placed oddly. You just come off of a, a playing a doo-doo team. Hey, I like that, Dylan. Orange helmets, it's a dub. Look good, feel good. I like it. I like it, my brother. Oh man, guys, I'm um I'm confident, but I'm cautious. I think that's the way I I I have to explain it right now. And I can't wait to dive in fully tomorrow. Tomorrow night, because, bro, I got some scout. I got some things I want to talk about. I got some keys. I got I got a lot of stuff that I got to put out there tomorrow. But I can't give it to you tonight, and I really want to. I want to give it to you bad. Uh, but I'm confident, but I'm cautious. And I'm going to give you this one. I, I think Missouri's peaking, but have they peaked? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way you won some of these games, like it wasn't like you was killing teams. Like you barely beat Middle Tennessee. Whoop de doo. But we can say you barely beat Austin P, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, 
so I'm confident, but I'm cautious. Can Tennessee, here's the key. Here's one of the biggest things I'm going to say about this game, and then, y'all, we're going to talk about it. Can Tennessee score enough points? I think this is one of them games where we got to have a 2022-type offensive day. We got to score because I think Missouri's going to score the football. We have to score the football as much and more. Because that is the only thing that worries me is Missouri is built off of explosive plays. Luther Burden, guys like that, Theo Weiss. These dudes can go and make big plays quickly. Can we can can we do that? You saw it against UConn. It was UConn. But we can't like we gotta score touchdowns, not field goals. We have to score touchdowns. Because they have one of the best field goal kickers in the country in Harrison, I don't know his last name, Nevis, I think. Uh, he don't miss field goals, really, y'all. We got to score touchdowns. That's all I can say. Or else we're going to sit here and have the Who is Missouri show tonight. We're going to sit here and talk about it. Y'all know what to do, man. Like, comment, subscribe, yo. Thank y'all for tapping in with your boy tonight. It was fun. It was fun. But tomorrow night, we talk Missouri fully. And I can't wait. Hopefully the boy turn is with me. If not, uh, we're going to have to get some folks on here, man. We're going to get to chop it up about this and uh, really dive in, man, because this is this these next two games, y'all. Tennessee can easily be a 10 win team. And we can easily be an eight win, an eight win team quickly. What do we see this weekend? Let's hit the chat real quick. Uh, Aaron Duck says the orange helmets were trash, even with if, even if, if even if we would have won the South Carolina game. Derek says hard fought game, hard hard fault game for Missouri. Just play Georgia, and then turn around to play Tennessee. Very true. Line of scrimmage matters on both sides. Absolutely, man. Dylan says no field goals in the red zone. Uh, Tennessee Junior says we got to get home with pressure. And then Derek says Kentucky had Missouri beat. Hundred percent, they did. They were smacking Missouri, and then they just fumbled the bag massively. So, y'all, it's going to be a great show tomorrow night. Y'all tap in 7.15 Central, 8.15 Eastern. Tap in with us, bro. We are diving into who is Missouri. I got a lot of numbers. I got a lot of stats. I got a lot of just scheme stuff that I've seen and what they like to do offensively, defensively, what they like to do. They think that they can just really wreck your home. They think that they can get home a lot. And how can Tennessee's offensive line be the difference maker in this game Saturday? So we're going to dive into all of that tomorrow night, 715 Central, 815 Eastern. I love y'all, man. Like Apple and Spotify, I love y'all. But YouTube, I love y'all, bro. Y'all are like my homies. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. <clears throat> keep liking, keep commenting, keep subscribing, keep sharing. Right now, as soon as the, as soon as the show ends, share it, bro. Put it on your Twitter. Put it on your Instagram. Share it out and let people come on and find out what the boys over here at Straight Up Tennessee like. I love y'all. I appreciate it. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's Straight Up Tennessee. Baby, we'll see you tomorrow night for the live. Who is Missouri? We out.